Nippon Bible College presents Taking Time with Brad Lightham and Jason Elford. And now it's, it's time. time to be informed and to be encouraged in the Lord and to hear what he's doing here at NBC. Here's your Taking Time hosts, Brad and Jason. We had a little break between yes. uh, season one and now beginning season two. Yeah, this is good. We've shifted from the library uh, to my office, but mm -hmm. uh, still got the candle yep. going. And still smells good. Still smells good in here. <laughs> and uh, man, it sure is good to be started another school year, to have 40 students on campus and mm -hmm. to be living life with our students and uh, where we want to go with the Taking Time podcast this year is to really talk about discipleship at the school and why is discipleship important to NBC and it seems like every fall we start off with chapels that talk about mm -hmm. this is discipleship, what is it, how do we do it and you just spoke um, was it earlier this week, I think, yep. uh, in chapel about Matthew seven twenty four, or maybe that was last week you spoke yes. <laughs> at least once a week for the last couple of weeks, um, about, um, just that reminder of everyone, discipleship is whoever hears these words of mine and does them. So like mm -hmm. hearing and obeying, mm -hmm. but what we want to talk about today is kind of an, uh, an intro to um, how do we structurally practice mm -hmm. making sure our students are being discipled and growing as disciples so that they're on a trajectory to, to disciple others mm -hmm. um, as passionate followers of Jesus Christ. So, And then after this intro, we'll kind of spend once a month focusing on each of those three key areas yeah. and then an alternating um, bi-weeks, we'll interview staff and students in those areas as well. So really thoroughly discuss mm -hmm. discipleship at NBC and how, it, how it's happening. So why don't you share a bit about this discipleship pathway, mm -hmm. the, the kind of the idea behind it, its development, where, where we've landed and, and where we're going. Yeah, it was an idea that uh, as, I, as I've been kind of doing some of my own research and, and listening to podcasts and reading and I was listening to a guy, his name is Robert Gallaty, and he does a lot of work um, through Replicate Ministries. Yeah. And, um, and so they have some great uh, resources on there. And so he was talking a lot about this, this pathway. And at the, at the time, I was thinking about this, and I found it really helpful because one of the things we found was that there seemed to be this growing um, misunderstanding of what was happening here at the college mm. where where there seemed to be this kind of a dichotomy of a little bit of the academics this is the teaching side and you know that you know that's important and right. and then you have the relationship side and that you know that's where the discipleship really happens that's right. where the rubber meets the road and right. so that's the discipleship aspect right but, but not this the other part that's just learning just and knowledge class. yeah right and, and knowledge and it's and I mean, this—it's not an old concept that we've been dealing with. And I think last year was a was an eye opener to me how easy it can sway back to that. Right, our, our language, and I, sometimes yeah. I don't even think we intend to do it, but we just we use language that that I think unintentionally leads people mm -hmm. astray. And I think of it like kind of like it, uh, a good example in church is how often we we say worship for music, mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, well, now we're going to worship. Now we're going to worship, and then we sing, right? And then. Yeah. 
And then we get into this uh, unintentionally misleading people to like, well, worship, that's the singing, right? That's and so like, well, what's uh -huh. the rest of the service then, right? Like, yeah, exactly. right? And that's like discipleship. It's, mm -hmm. it's not, yeah. We say, oh, now we're going to do discipleship, yeah. Yeah, which is the relationship. Mm -hmm. But then people start to think, well, you know, the classroom or all the other elements of NBC, well, that's not discipleship. It's just... Exactly, right? And, and so... One of the things that, that happens with the word discipleship itself is that it, you know, it can get used for so many different things that it begins to lose a little bit of its meaning. Right. And, um, and, and so there is kind of two distinctions of discipleship, right? There's discipleship in the sense of, you know, it's our Christian walk, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, it's our, uh, the, it's kind of like the Christian walk of, you know, following Jesus, aiming to abide and learn and to know him and obey him and grow in him more and more, right? And toward, towards that, that, that trajectory of us being conformed to the image of Christ, right? We, mm -hmm. That's kind of that, that's personal, that, that's a personal discipleship kind of idea, right? But then you have the, the other idea of discipleship that is, you know, one older believer taking a younger believer, taking a group of younger believers and, and helping them towards right. that goal, right? Because right. That, it seems here, and what we've seen in Scripture is that that's the means in which God grows his people up, right? Yes. Hey, how believers were like that. So Jesus did that with the 12, and then he goes, and now he says, okay, now I've done this with you. Now you go make disciples. Yes. And we're here today because they followed through on that, yes. which is very cool to think about, right? So yeah. it, it's helpful for us to think about it like that. And so there, there's a sense in which when we do discipleship here at the school, it's going to be happening in, in a lot of different areas. There's a lot of things contributing to a mm -hmm. student's growth and discipleship mm -hmm. um, and it's not it's not just going to look like one thing but it's going to look like a, a multiple things and that's where the pathway is actually super helpful for us to think about so are you uh kind of ready to to take us into that pathway what are the mm -hmm. kind of the, the the main components of that yeah so a lot of times what you see in scriptures that are, are the Christian life is it's it's talked about like a walk, right? So you have mm -hmm. Ephesians four one. It says, "I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called." And and so you see here, walk. It, it's this way of life. It's it's kind of this direction, and mm -hmm. and that's where we that's kind of where I get this idea of the the pathway, because um, we're we're on this walk, and so. W the the pathway it, it's providing things that are going to contribute to the walk yeah. right and um and there's things that we can contribute as people and as an organization and then there's things that just that god makes happen right, right. like yeah. suffering and right. all kinds of things that can grow us profoundly um but what's yeah what's the benefit of a a pathway, and I, I want to just lay that out before I go further into yeah, what that looks like here. Very good idea. Um, you know, so some of the benefits to a pathway is first, it gives us a direction, right? It gives us as a, as a as we're trying to help people, it's giving us kind of a beginning point. This is where you are, and it's right. giving you a destination. This is where we want to go, right? Right. Um, secondly, it gives us a goal to make progress towards that destination. Now that we've had this, this pathway and we're, we're going towards somewhere, right? Because we're, we're walking somewhere. Yeah. Um, it gives us, uh, it helps us kind of know, okay, here's some goals. Here's some things that are going to help you know that you're going the right way. 
mm-hmm. and you're growing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and disciplers and disciplees can, can reference it, continue mm-hmm. to reference it and be reminded of it as they go. Exactly, right? And um, helpful thing with the pathway as well is there, there's markers that help us know uh, we are making progress and walking in the right direction, right? The, the Word of God gives us all kinds of things that we're called to grow in and, and gives us um, a guide on, on how we're to live and when we're not in that, that way, right? Well, another, another interesting verse that, that Paul uses in Ephesians 4 still, is he says in verse 17, he says, Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, and the futility of their minds, right? So you have this, even there, Paul's trying to say, like, go, if you identify, if you say, I am in Christ, that's where my identity lies, then that's going to affect where you're walking. Yeah. And, and that's, again, where the pathway is helpful for us to, you know, as older believers are helping younger believers grow in the Lord, they can kind of point them back towards, okay, walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, don't walk as Gentiles did, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Another thing is, um, you know, with the pathway, uh, there's also the reality that there's going to be hills and valleys, right? When you, if you're walking, if you've ever walked up a mountain or you've ever done any yeah. kind of hiking, yeah. it, there's going to be times where it's just going to be easy and there's yeah. going to be times when it's going to be rough. Yeah. And, and that's just, a, that's a reality of the pathway that, yeah. um, and so it's, that's, it's, it's helpful compared to, uh, you know, a step steps analogy because steps is just like oh it just looks really easy the progression is just happening really nicely right right but that's not how we develop as humans and and uh, a lot of times it's you know you're doing good you're doing good then you maybe plateau or you go down and you do up and right Right. like it's and so it kind of it gives a little bit more of an accurate picture of that yeah and then finally it helps leaders or it helps disciplers know the direction they're taking people and how they can contribute Mm -hmm. um to leading and and how they contribute actually to a, a greater mission, right? Mm. So those are those are just some really good benefits of, of the pathway. Now, what does that what does that look like here at NBC? As I as I was kind of working and wrestling through this and talking to different people about it, um, I think first off we gotta we gotta recognize that okay when we take students through this pathway, where do they come from, and then where are they going? Yeah. And and one of the, the ways we've we've determined this is number one, they're coming from their local churches and their parents are gladly trusting us to care for them spiritually and nurture them spiritually. And number two, they're they're coming from the world. Right? They they're coming from whether it's right. high school or their jobs. Right. They're coming from these areas where right. um that are that have also had influence on them. And so we, we want to be aware of that. Right, and I mean, a big part of advancement is helping, is connecting with people in those those contexts, right. and then helping them come onto this pathway. So right. we we got to be aware of that because that's the place they're coming from, and when they're done in here, the end, that's where they're going. That's back. going, but that's yeah. where exactly that's yeah. where they're going back to. Yeah. So we want to be aware of that. How are they coming in, and how are we going to send them back so that they thrive in those contexts well? Yeah. Right. So then they come. And, and so there's kind of three things as they come into this pathway. Number one is community. Number two is class. And number three is core. So you can kind of stay with the C's. Yeah. Um, 
and, and I'll just give a broad picture because we can talk, we'll, we'll talk more about this more, yes, right? Yes, definitely. Um, but number one, community. So this is where they, they enter into this learning community where there's, where there's kind of this common understanding that they're coming to learn. Um, and so, I mean, there's all kinds of, there's, there's things about this community that, right, where they, they actually have a, a context to practice what they're learning. They have a context to um, encourage each other, challenge each other, uh, frustrate each other, and have to learn right. how to work on that together, right? Right, right. Um, and everyone's on the same kind of schedule. Right, everyone's on the, yeah, they're all yeah. eating meals together. Yeah. So there's, it's a very, it's a community. It's a, it's a very family-like uh, and so that's a that's a huge right. This is this is the the community. It's it's developing the the environment that they're going to grow in, and yeah. often your environment will really um, be a huge part of your growth. Yeah. And um, and so the community kind of just sets that foundation of that pathway, and it's it's so this is kind of the, I'm talk, I'm thinking the greater community of our you know staff, students, everyone yeah. kind of on campus. Yeah. And. Um, and so that's the first part. This is that's where they enter first. And and so what does that look like organizationally? This is where a big part of student life invests, right? A big part of our role as student life is trying to get people to now that advancement has got people to come into the community. Yeah. We want as student life, we're trying to embrace those people to join the community, right? So yeah. we have our Stuco, our student council, and they're doing events to help people connect and right, you have your RAs are that are there to kind of help people understand the expectations, but then also have the other purpose of just connecting and being examples and encouraging yeah. them, yeah. students to succeed academically yeah. and, and grow spiritually. Yeah. So that's a community piece. And then number two is class. And I mean, I think this is quite obvious. This is, I mean, a big part of why people come to school. This right. is the, right. the, the place where, um, they, they sit in class and they learn about the Word of God and they have older, um, often older men who've trained. sat and tra- who've been trained and now they're passing yeah. on what they've learned and what they've researched and studied right. and worked hard to, right. to learn. Yeah. And they're, they're passing this on to the students that they can learn how to study. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, as they're, as they're studying, right, they're re- and hopefully renewing their minds, right? That they'd be right. transformed, not just trying to gain more information right. again. And we talked about that last season, right. but they're learning for transformation. Yeah. And so one of the things that to take note of is you have your greater group of your community. And then when you get to classes, the, the groups get a little bit smaller, right? They're getting, they're getting separated into your first year class, your second year class, your third year class. Yeah. And so that's the second part. And, and it's really helpful to realize, you know, as disciples, we're learners. That, that's kind of what that word means. Yes. It's to be a learner. And, it, and it's really a learner and an applier. Yeah. And then finally, our, our third part on the, the pathway is core. And, and what the core is, just, it's even more intentional, smaller groups. And this is what we have our, our 724 groups, our, mm-hmm. our discipleship groups. Mm-hmm. Right, and so this is kind of the, this is kind of the the one that that blends blends the yeah, community knows. and the commute and the and the class, class together, and it, it brings them together. Right, and it and and this is where uh, a lot of you know the conversation of what they're learning in class, what they're gaining from community, what they're gaining from their church at home, and right. what they're gaining from relationships in their own life. And this yes. is where we get to talk and we get to grow in knowing the Lord and, and striving together to get into the Word. Right and um, right. and and encourage 
each other as as we do so. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's a big big part. So I have a diagram here, and, and um, hopefully you can, if you're listening to this, I would love for you to see this diagram. But it, it works out to be kind of a, a cool circle, or it kind of works as a cycle. So yeah. as they're in the community, that's going to influence how they do in class. Class yeah. is going to also then influence what they do in 724. Yeah, in the and core. Then, exactly, in the core aspect. And then the core is going to come back and hopefully be a connection for the community, class, core and it and it works together really nicely yes so that's where that's how everything kind of fits together and that's a lot of what we do here yeah um and then as students are growing we're we're trying to prepare them understanding that they're not going to be at nbc we don't want them at <laughs> like honestly we don't no. we we love them and it's sad when they leave but it's a chapter it's meant but, to be a chapter yeah it's a it's a small point and and, and we're trying to prepare them. And one way I think about it is that it's discipleship leading to disciple making. So we're, we're trying to develop them so that when they go, they're going back into their churches and they're mm -hmm. looking for ways to com contribute in their church, whether that's through putting out chairs to preaching in your church to leading music. And then, yeah, they're, they're just looking for ways that how can I serve to really be someone who's going to encourage the local church to, to do well. Right. And um, and that's, yeah, that's going to look like that. And also it's going to look like, okay, how can I be one who is engaged in discipleship in the church? I'm, I'm praying and I'm wanting to see students go and be looking, okay, where's, who's that young person that I can sit and start, you know, yeah. meeting with once a month or whatever and just starting to get to know them and encourage them in the Lord. Yeah. And then secondly, they go back, and we call this the crowd, kind of just the, the, the greater, um, they, the world. they go back into the world, yeah. right? And um, how are they going to do when they go back into the world? And, and so a big part of this pathways is helping them so that they go back and they're not the ones being influenced by the world, but they're the ones that are yeah. going and actually influencing. Yeah, being and salt and light. Exactly, right? Yeah. They're being ones who will intent, yeah. build intentional relationships with unbelievers. Right, towards right. That, that, the first step of discipling, you know, is of course evangelizing, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. right? And so they're, they're wanting to evangelize or trying to yeah. build those connections so that people will come to know the Lord. Those, those are two key things we want to see. Mm -hmm. and, and that will look like in different ways, whether that's going to be through work, whether that's going to be in being in missions, whether that's going to be a camp or, or whatever it is, right? But yeah. uh, this is, again, just another way that we can describe what we're, what we're trying to do. So. Yeah. Of course, there's so much more detail we, we could have mm -hmm. gone into, but next time, in about two weeks, we will dive into that community yeah. element of this a lot more and, and flesh that out, and we'll look forward to that. Now, we are going to put up a link to kind of a, a PDF a file of, the, of this document that you've created, mm -hmm. and so that'll be available for you to click on, so take a look at that, and we will talk more about community with you in a couple of weeks. See ya. See ya later. Taking Time, Taking time. time. with Brad Lytle and Jason Elford. Taking Time is produced by Jason Elford and Brad Lytle for Nippon Bible College.